Welcome to Keep Calm and Homeschool On, your podcast source for all things homeschooling, all things chaotic, and all things imperfect. I'm your host, Rebecca from homeschoolon.com, and today's episode is all about finding our identity as homeschool moms. And I feel like this is a really important one, and I feel like it's important to anyone, whether you're walking into this for the first time or whether you have been homeschooling for ages. So we're going to dive into who we are as homeschool moms, who we are as moms, and who we are as women, and how to balance and juggle all the different roles that we hold and all of the different titles that we hold and be who we were created to be. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Grab yourself some coffee or tea or perhaps a bar of chocolate and let's dig in. All right, so where this is kind of stemming from, I feel like I need to give you guys some context, some background information here, is that we just got home from family camp. So that means that we packed up our trailer and our five children and my husband took time off work and we went and spent time together as a family and did a whole lot of worship and listening to good words and we came home challenged and, you know, connected as a family and it was great. So we had a great time over there. But one of the things that we kind of talked about at our camp this year was identity. And it was definitely something that spoke to me a lot. And as I was sitting this weekend really thinking about what I wanted this podcast episode to be, first of all, I feel a little bit like a broken record, you guys. I mean, I love sharing about homeschooling. I love sharing about my passions. But there really are certain keynote things that A, I know about, that I have experience with, and that I'm passionate about and B, that really describe my vision of what I want for my blog. So I don't talk about everything. I talk about things that are relevant to me, relevant to my audience and relevant to the entire platform that I've created. And so I'm a little bit limited. The more I talk, the less options I have. I mean, I can only talk about the same thing so many times from so many different angles until I start to feel like who wants to listen to me anyways? I mean, you've heard it all. And if you haven't, I can give you a link of where you can hear it because I really feel like I've kind of gone full circle, maybe even a couple of times. And I want my podcast, I want my blog, and I want my my YouTube channel and everything that I create and put out there to be unique and to be fresh and to be interesting and to be relevant and to be helpful. So I'm sitting there kind of racking my brain this weekend thinking, all right, what, I mean, I've talked about balance. I've talked about, um, of choosing curriculum. I've talked about different types of curriculums. I've talked about homeschool styles. I've, I've talked about looping and scheduling and, and all of those things, my top tips as, as a homeschool mom. And so what, what could I share with you today? that is relevant to you as a homeschooler, but that is also helpful and new. So what kind of jumped out at me was what I've been processing over this weekend, and I'm still in the process of processing, (laughs) and that is identity. Where do I find my identity? And I think that any mother, whether you homeschool or not, could relate and probably has at some point in their life struggled with putting their identity in, I'm a mom. That's who I am. That's what I do. And 
and that encompasses my entire identity. And so they wrap up so much of who they are. And I've done the same thing into motherhood and their identity as a mother. And they let everything else die because first and foremost, we are a mother. That is, that has to be a priority of ours. Okay. I mean, we have kids, we do need to raise them. So that is, it's a natural thing for us as women. But then often what happens is the older our kids become, the more independent they become, the more they start leaving us at events, any introverts out there. And we're sitting there and our identity is so wrapped up in who we are as a mother that we are lost without our kids. When our kids aren't there, who even am I? And I think that this is a really big thing, especially with the whole empty nest syndrome. When your kids leave the house, if your entire identity is wrapped up in being a mom, then when your kids leave, you go through this period of of feeling lost, of trying to discover and rediscover who you actually really are. And I think that there is a way that you can go through motherhood with, with being a mom as your main priority and focus and passion passion and and really investing in your kids, but not forgetting that you are more than being a mother. And I think that as a homeschooler, man, that adds a whole nother layer to that, you guys. Because not only are you a mother, but you're a homeschool mother. And sometimes, you know, when we face flack and we face discouragement and, and we feel a little bit set apart because not everybody around us is homeschooling, probably where you are, what you do does define you to an extent because people around you are not doing the same thing. So it sets you apart. It's how they identify you. And more and more people see you and they say, you know, they get to know you and they know you're a mom because they see your kids. And, and when they hear you homeschool, sorry, been moving my hands, guys. Okay. Sometimes things get whacked because I talk with my hands. Okay. If you ever see me talk in person at a convention, my hands are flying. So I'm, I'm trying here. Anyways, they see you. And when they hear that you homeschool, they put you into a box and we allow ourselves to be put into that box. And the more that we hear it, the more that we receive it, the more that we kind of agree with it and see ourselves through the lens of other people's eyes, we say, I'm a homeschool mom and our identity is wrapped up in something that will not be there forever. So I want to first and foremost, just address it. I just want to put it out there on the table and I want all of you for a second to sit down and think, where is my identity? Have I put too much of my identity into being a mom? Have I put too much of my identity into being a homeschooler? And it's okay to be passionate about it. It's okay to love it. I mean, my goodness, I hope you love it. And if you don't, that's going to be next week's podcast episode. I want to talk to you about finding joy in your homeschool. I want to talk to you that there is a way to homeschool, that you cannot just survive, but thrive, that you can actually have fun with your kids, connect with your kids, that your kids can love it. And so can you. And I want to, I want to show you a glimpse into that world. But, but I want you to, to understand that you can love it, that you can be passionate about it, want to talk about it, but that you can still be confident in who you are as a woman and that you are more, you are more than just a mom. You are more than just a homeschooler. 
You are unique. You have your own strengths. You have your own passions, your own interests, your own gifts. I bet you that there is something in your life that you're thinking about right now that you love to do just for yourself because it's part of who you are. Maybe you work and maybe you love your job. Maybe you don't love your job, but there's a job out there that you know that you would love. Whatever it may be, there's more to you than that. And this is a seasonal thing, you guys. And it's so all-encompassing. Homeschooling is so all-encompassing that we often, we, we have a hard time seeing past it because it's filling up so much of our lives, but it is seasonal. Whether or not you ever put your kids in school and you, you might homeschool all the way till graduation, it's still seasonal. There will come a time when this will pass. This will be behind you. And, and if you've invested nothing in yourself as a woman and your entire confidence is built upon being a homeschool mom, then you are eventually going to hit a wall of, of, of lacking an identity. And I don't want that for you. I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for any woman because we all have more to us than this. And it's so easy to forget it. It's so easy to forget it. So I like giving practical tips with my podcast, okay? I don't like just talking in philosophical terms and, and leaving you with this aha moment. I hope you have an aha moment. I hope right now you're thinking about some of those things that, that you're passionate about, some of those things that are parts of you that maybe you've put on the side. And sometimes we need to do that. Sometimes we, we put parts of ourselves on the side. Sometimes we have to sacrifice or lay down or die to seasons or pieces of our life because we are in a different season that is all-encompassing. And homeschooling takes a lot of us. But I want to talk about a few kind of practical things that we can do in the now to still invest in, to not forget, and to still build up who we are as women, unique individual women, so that we also have this other side of us that we're not just completely wrapped up. In homeschooling. So while it should be and it, it will be your main focus, it will be because it takes up so much of your time and your thoughts and your even emotional energy is wrapped up in being a mom and in homeschooling your kids. So that's natural. But what can we do and what are some practical things that we can do right now to still build up our identity? Because that's not it, you guys. That is not it. So here we go. I'm going to give you just a few simple things. I, if you have a pen and paper, take notes. If you don't, go to my blog. I've got some show notes there that you can go through and read if you need to see it written down for you and it's easier for you to just listen in this moment, then go ahead and do that. But I want to I want to be practical with you guys. I want to be real with you guys. And I want all of us as women and homeschool women to work together to encourage one another and build each other up in all areas and facets of our life, to see things that are unique in each other and to speak life into those areas and confidence into those areas so that as a women, we're creating this community that's not just completely saturated in homeschooling and we can relate and identify and, and talk about it and share our struggles and our wins and, and help each other in that, but that we also are seeing and validating the part in each other that are more than that so that we come away feeling refreshed not just as a homeschool mom but that we can come away from our talks with our friends and our communities feeling refreshed as a whole complete unique and and empowered woman who who is so much so much more than that okay so here we go 
Okay, so first off, you're going to have to have a little bit of grace for me today because while you may know me as a homeschool mom, there's also a lot more to my identity. And I am going to do a bit of a preach here, guys, okay? It's just, just a little bit of a preach because what it all comes down to is that whether it's basing it off being a mom, whether it's basing it off being a homeschooler, whether you base it off of your talents, your giftings, or what you enjoy to do, your hobbies, your job, it really, we can place our identity in anything. And everything we place our identity in is risky because at any moment, we could lose it. Things could change. We can be replaced. And in those moments, we'll be in the same position that we are with what we're talking about with being a mom or being a homeschooler. We will be a little bit lost because we put all of our confidence and based our identity on something that can can go away in a second. So first and foremost, you have to base your identity in who you are. And, and that, isn't, that, that isn't based on what you do. Those are different. What you do is different than who you are. And basing our identity in God and, and who we are created to be, which ultimately everything else stripped away, even the things he's given us, even who he created us to be, everything stripped away. We are a child of God. We are created by God. And that is our identity. That is is what we can base it on that will never be stripped away, that can never disappear, and that will always sustain us because everything else will disappoint. It just will. Seasons come, seasons go, things fade, things change. And if we base everything off of of something that could just, just fly away in the wind, you guys, then we will be disappointed. And we will be constantly reevaluating who we are and our position. So instead, it has to be, it has to be, our identity has to come in the purest form of who we are and we are, we are created by God. We are a child of God. So that has to be first and foremost. And a practical way of, of placing your identity, how do you actually do that? What does that actually look like? It is a daily thing, you guys, because we can't just say, oh, well, I know that. I know that, you know, I'm a child of God. I know that that that's but that's not what you're living in. That's not what you're living in if you're placing your identity in something else. And it takes a constant daily reminder of setting your priorities, of spending time with God, where you're constantly bringing yourself back to renewing your mind. Your very thoughts are changing from, I'm a homeschool mom, I'm a mom, focusing all your attention, all your thoughts, all your energy on that, to instead starting off with that. So do I do it every single day? Am I am I the, the person speaking to you as somebody who has attained it, achieved it? I've um, All my identity is placed in God and nothing else. Absolutely not. I am somebody who is working on this and will be my entire life, my entire life. But I can tell you that it is paramount. I can tell you that it is key. And I can tell you that every single time it starts to creep in and I start to think of myself too much as a worship leader, or I start to think of myself too much as a writer, or I start to think of myself too much as a homeschool mom, then something shifts, something changes, and I'm just, I'm lost. So it always comes back to this. It always comes back to, I have to get to a point where I'm okay without that, where I'm okay 
when I see myself not as that, but I see myself first as a child of God. So spending time with him and and making that a priority and constantly reminding yourself and declaring over yourself your identity of who you are. So that's first and foremost. Secondly, is guarding yourself. And that is another daily practice. It should be a habit of ourselves where we're regularly guarding ourselves from something becoming too all-encompassing that we don't see past it. From something becoming too all-encompassing that it affects our emotions, that it affects our, our, our ability to sleep at night. If you are at that place with anything, in your life, whether that be your job, whether that be your ministry, whether that be you as a mother, it doesn't matter what it is, we often get to a place where it holds power over us, okay? And what I mean by that is something like you go to bed at night and you are crying because you feel like you're a total failure as a homeschooler. Well, why? Why is this such a, I mean, obviously we all care deeply about our kids, deeply, deeply, deeply about our kids. And it is one of the highest things on our list of priorities and in our hearts and and what we care about and value and love. However, that's holding a lot of power. If you are unable to sleep, if you are are just just feeling like a total wreck and a total failure, if, if that is what you're speaking over yourself, if that is what you're feeling, if that is what you're entrenched in, then, hey, this thing is way too much a part of your identity because ultimately strip away you as a homeschool mom, you're still a mom to your kids. Strip away even even that and and there's still more to you. And not every single part of you exists and, and is created for that. So you have to get to a point of, of identifying when something is getting a little out of control, identifying when something is getting too big, identifying when there's a lack of balance, identifying when you're starting to get overconfident in an area. And, and confidence is great. We want confidence. But when you're getting overconfident and when you're talking about it so much and you feel like I've got all the answers, that's a dangerous place to be. And it's dangerous for yourself because if one thing shifts and you've placed your confidence confidence, you've placed your hope, your trust in who you are, your identity in that thing that you feel so confident about, then if that goes away, you're now going to have a massive fall. There's going to be a big fallout. Trust me, because I also think we've all been there where we've become too overconfident in something. And then there's a shift. Simple examples in the homeschool world. My daughter, I'm like super confident in homeschooling. And just when I start to feel a little bit too good about it, just when I do a, a great blog post about all oh, you got to do is this and this and this, I, I have a run in with my daughter. And my daughter is kind of my challenging student of my five who just, just nothing that I I, I try ever seems to work where I'm constantly having to to think harder. I'm constantly having to think outside of the box. She's constantly challenging me. And I believe that God has specifically put her in my life to help me not place my identity in being a homeschool mom, to help me not place my identity in being a blogger or a homeschool expert. Because just when I start to think of myself as, hey, I'm an expert, then, you know, I have my Selah. And my Selah is my tether to reality because she brings me back down to, hey, I know nothing and I got to figure this out just like everybody else and I can't really do it on my own and and I have to come right back down, strip everything away to my identity as a child of God and wow God, I need your help because I, I'm lost in this. 
I'm lost in this. And we have to be in that place of dependence. And so it's constantly guarding yourself. And to do that, you have to be aware of the signs. You have to be aware of the signs of overconfidence, of, of thinking about something too much, of letting something have too much power, too much of a hold, of, of feeling like a failure. When you're at those moments in your life, those are warning signs that you're placing your identity in something that's not sustainable. All right, so there's a couple practical things. Another thing that you need to do is regularly reassess. You guys, this is so, so key. You have embedded within you things that you're passionate about, things you're good about. You might not have even discovered all the things. In fact, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you have not discovered all that is within you. I guarantee you that there are things inside of you that you have gifts and interests and passions that you haven't even discovered yet because we're always learning more about ourselves. There's things that, that were planted in you that are going to come out in a season and they're just waiting for that right season. And you might be sitting there thinking, oh, and maybe you've settled. Maybe you've settled and said, I'm just a mom. I'm just a homeschooler. And I talked about this earlier. There are times that we lay things down and there are times we are called to and asked to lay things down. And as moms, a lot of us have experienced that of, okay, I've got to lay down my job. I've got to lay down my desires and my passions and my interests and just focus on being a mom. As a homeschool mom, you now have two massive full-time focus points that you have to lay everything down so you can really, really focus and give your best to that. But I want you to look at me for a second, who is um, an author, who is also a homeschooler, who is a blogger and business owner, okay, managing my business, who is also highly involved in ministry, like highly involved in ministry and worship leading and on all the different facets of my life. And I'm not saying that this is where everyone needs to be at all, but I, I want you to look at it for a second and see a different perspective. I want, I want you to think of it for a second. If you've been that mom sitting there thinking, ah, oh, this is my season and tell my kids are grown and gone, this is all I am. And I want you to think just for a second that maybe, maybe there is more for you. And maybe it's not right today, but, but maybe there will be a season while you still have kids. Maybe you don't have to wait 20 years for you to start exploring and walking into more of who God made you to be and what he gave you and your giftings. Maybe you guys break that box a little bit. You can have more than one thing and we have to constantly reassess. So, you know, an example of this when I was at family camp, and I'm going to use one of my friends as an example. I was having a conversation with somebody who is pregnant with her eighth child, her eighth child. Okay. Now for, for many years in her life, she has been in a season of just raising kids and homeschooling and focusing on baby and breastfeeding and homeschooling. And you know how all encompassing that is. And she felt like, she, you know, laying other things down in her life to really, to give it all to that. So she's been in that season. And you would think that right now is probably the worst possible time to be looking at doing other things. I mean, really, maybe on baby two or three, that would have been a more practical time to be pursuing other things. But at this point, at this point, it's almost crazy to consider stepping out. And yet she's feeling like she's supposed to be stepping out in these other areas of, of her identity, of who she is and who she was created to be. Things like writing and music and other things. So 
I feel like this is just such a great example of why we need to constantly be reassessing because we have a tendency as moms, we have a tendency as women, we have a tendency as, as people in general. Men are the same way. We get in a season, we get in, in kind of a, a bit of a trench, and sometimes we're actually told we need to be there. But it's like we, we forget that we, we, there will be a time when we need to leave there. There's a time when we need to leave there. And, and sometimes if we're not looking for it, we miss it. Sometimes if we're not looking for it, we stay longer than we need to. And someone out there right now needs to hear this because you maybe felt like you were supposed to lay things down, die to things. You let go of a job. You, you had your kids. You've been raising your kids and you feel like maybe, maybe when my kids are, are 20 and you know, uh, my husband's not working, maybe then will be my time. But, but maybe right now in this season, there's a moment for you. Maybe right now in this season, you are supposed to be starting to get out of what you've had to die to, to pick some of that back up or to step into something new that God has for you. And you don't want to miss that because you are so focused on the season that you're in. So we want to invest on where we're at. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just being open, reassessing, praying about it, and constantly just being open to the, the fact that there's there's more to you and, and knowing that and keeping your eyes open to when your season shifts because it will shift. Whether it shifts now or in 18 years, your season will shift. And at that point, you don't want to miss it. You don't want to be stuck waiting when you're supposed to be walking. You don't want to be stuck waiting when you're supposed to be rising up and doing something that is going to fill you, that's going to fulfill you, that's going to, that's going to draw you out into who you were created to be. And, and a lot of people think that in the season of mothering and especially homeschooling, because of how all-encompassing those are, that there's not room for anything else. But that's just not true, you guys. That's not true. Is it busy? Yeah. Is it chaotic? Yeah. Is it, is it, do my kids sometimes not get all of me? Well, yeah, they can't have all of me. I'm I'm way too divided for my kids to have all of me. If God had told me that I need to let go of my blog and I need to focus entirely on my kids and homeschooling, I would do that in a heartbeat. It would be hard for me, I'll admit it, but I went through a season where my identity was so wrapped up in this world, in my blog, in writing, in, in, in who I was as a homeschool, essentially not even a homeschool mom, but a homeschool expert, that when God asked me if I was willing to give that up, it, it took me a long time to get to that point. It was very hard and I grieved because I thought he was asking me to give it up. And, and eventually I got to that point and I was like, yes. I will give this up because there's more to me than just this. There's more to me than just a homeschool mom, but there's also more to me than just my blog. There's more to me than what I do here. And I got to that point of, of surrendering and saying, I'm willing. And at that point he said, great, because I want you to keep going in what you're doing. And, and so Again, it's not the answer for everybody. I know it's not the answer for everybody. You might be exactly where you're supposed to be and you might be exactly told that you're supposed to focus on your kids and your family and homeschooling them and let go and die to other things in your life in this season. And in that case, walk in that in confidence that your time will come and that there's more to you than that. But you might be in that season because you were told to be yesterday, but that doesn't mean you're supposed to be there today. 
And maybe today you're being asked to step out into something and you might question that and say, but, but my kids, they're going to suffer or, or I'm not going to be as great of a wife or I'm not going to be as great of a homemaker. And nope, you won't because if you're walking in more than one thing, some things start to fall. I'm telling you from personal experience, if you come over to my house, you will learn I am not as great of a homemaker. In fact, homemaker takes the very last priority in my life because it has to, because my kids have to be higher and my job is higher and my husband is higher. And so there just, there just isn't room for everything to be high up on that list. There isn't. Anyways, you will, things will suffer in your life. Things will change. But you guys, if you're being asked to step out into a season, God will be faithful to your kids. If you're being asked to step out into a season, God will be faithful to your husband and to your marriage. And there will be room for it. And it is amazing what there is room for when you surrender. When you surrender your own wants and needs and desires and you are open and you trust that God created you for a reason. And he gave you what he gave you for a reason. He's not going to not use you. He's not going to use your giftings and, and, and who he created you to be. That will come. That will come eventually. So all this to say, if you are wondering If you're in the right season, you need to take some time. You need to sit down. You need to pray about it. You need to identify, are you walking in what you're supposed to be? Are there things you need to die to right now because you're in a season of focusing, of waiting, of stillness, or are you supposed to be walking forward in something that maybe you've settled and you're missing it? So identifying, regularly reassessing our seasons. The last thing is to find what feeds your soul. And this is so important because regardless of the fact, if you have been told, if you feel confident, if you feel like, no, I'm supposed to be um, homeschool mom, that's what I'm supposed to be. God asked me to step down from everything else, no ministry, I'm just going to stay home, raise my kids, invest in them. In this season, that's exactly what I'm supposed to do. That doesn't mean that you don't feed who you are. That doesn't mean that you don't pour in. Maybe you pour in in the secret place. Maybe you pour in at home. It doesn't have to be in a public way. It doesn't have to be in a job. It doesn't have to be in ministry. Maybe you're pouring in at home, but there's still more to you than a homeschool mom. There's still more to you than being just a mom, just a wife, just a homemaker. Even if that's what you're supposed to be walking in, those are your roles and that is your responsibility, but it is not your identity. And there are things that feed your soul. There are your passions. There are your interests. There are things that feed you, that sustain you, that fulfill you, that actually give you the strength that you need so that you can pour out on your kids and your family and your husband. And you need to identify those things within yourself. And there are more than you even realize because there are things that you know about, your own interests and your own passions and, and, and your hobbies and things you love, but there's going to be things you don't even know. Up until two years ago, I had no idea I was artistic. I went my whole life telling myself I, there's not an artistic bone in my body. But yet I, I kind of fought with it and grappled with it because I'm musical. So I thought, well, if I'm musical, I got to have something artistic in me. But man, I, I can't dance. Like, clearly, I can't dance. Don't dance with me. <laughs> and I, I can't draw. But I also had never taken art class in my life. I was homeschooled. What can I say? I never taken art. I never tried. I never explored that side of me. And there are parts of you that you haven't even explored yet, that you haven't even tried, you haven't walked in. And one day in the right season, in the right time, you're going to step into something and you're going to flourish because you're going to discover something that's been waiting, a seed that's been waiting for such a time as this. 
and those are in you. Those are in you. It's like little treasures. I really believe this. I believe that that God created you with with everything. You know, it's the worst analogy in the entire world, but I'm going to do it right now because it's just as good. And women out there, you get it. Okay. When you were conceived, you were given all the eggs that you would ever need in your entire lifetime. And the exact number of eggs were, were, were put in your ovaries that you will use in your lifetime. Right? Okay. Okay. Women, we can do these. We can do these women analogies. And if a man's listening, I'm so sorry. Okay. So, so just like that, you were created with everything in you. God gave you all the seeds of who you are, your interests, your passions, your, but you're not going to discover them all right away. And it's like a baby when, when, when you are find out you're pregnant and it's in a season that you maybe weren't even expecting. And that, that wonder and that awe and that, that this is the time, such a time as this, this is now we're going to have a baby in the same way, the seeds that are planted within you, it's like treasures. And it's sometimes I feel like God, God waits until later in our lives for certain things. And then boom, we walk into that and we discover this whole part. And it's like all the pieces of the puzzles come together and we think, how did I not know this before? How did I not walk in this? I spent years racking my mind on, on what I would do for a job or what I was passionate about. And all of a sudden, it's just like this aha moment where you discover it. Oh, this is it. You guys, that's in you. And there are unique seasons and times in your life where you're going to just stumble upon a treasure, a new part of who you are, what you're passionate, what you're gifted and what you were created to do and called to be. And you're going to discover those in different seasons of your life. And so don't give up. Don't settle. Don't say, I'm just this. Keep searching. Keep discovering. Keep trying new things. Don't be afraid to go out and, and take a new course or, or try something online or, or even just reading books and, and filling yourself or, or continue crocheting. If you love crocheting, invest time in yourself. Don't just give in to the fact that, that, that because I've been asked to lay down things and to walk with just my family or, or, or to keep going with my job and I'm busy and, but, but maybe, maybe there's more that you're going to discover. And if you don't pour into yourself, you don't want to get to a point eventually where your kids are gone and now you're in a new season and you're just like, I, I, I don't know what to do because I've so focused and thrown everything that I was into my kids and into homeschooling them that I, I haven't even thought of myself in 10 years. Don't do that. No. No, no, no. Right now, homeschool moms out there that are listening to this, if you have made it this far, you're amazing. But let me tell you right now that no, we're not waiting 10 years to think about ourselves. And I'm not trying to like plant seeds of selfishness here. I'm just saying that, that, you still need to pour into yourself. You need to still be investing in what feeds your soul, your passions, your interests, discovering new things, try new things, have fun with it, but still investing in yourself, in your identity, and in who you are above and beyond the roles and responsibilities that you carry. So that's it. Our four points, our identity comes from God. And that is the first, we got to strip everything else away and focus on our actual identity, not our roles and responsibilities that you have to guard yourself and be aware of the signs and symptoms that we are putting our identity in something that we should not be, that is not sustainable. 
Okay. Number three is to regularly reassess, reassess if this season that you're in is where you're supposed to be, or if you're supposed to be walking in something else, it might be super small. Maybe you're supposed to go and, and do that women's Bible study. Maybe you're supposed to go and take that course. Maybe you're supposed to go and, and, and take that side job or, or try something new or it, I don't know. I don't know what it will look like for you. It might even be, and I'm saying this on a homeschool podcast, but let's, let's have a moment of honesty here. It might even be that you're supposed to put your kids in school for this season. Maybe your homeschool season is done because now you're going to walk in something else. And, and because our identity is so wrapped up in homeschooling, that's a scary thing. I do not want to put my kids in school, but I am keenly aware of the fact that the moment may come when God says, your child needs school and I got something else for you. So in this season, you put them in school. And I and I'm aware of that and it scares me, but I'm aware of that. And maybe that is even where you're supposed to be. And I am passionate about homeschooling. I believe in homeschooling. I believe, and I know for myself right now, it's exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. But I also know that God is faithful to my kids. I know that he's faithful to me and that he is not going to let what he planted in me or my children go void. He is not going to let the things he planted in me go unused. And he will be faithful to in the right time and in the right season, use every part of you and let you be who he created you to be. So you can walk in confidence, not of who you are, but in who he is and faithfulness in his promises. All right. Next week, we're talking about joy in your homeschool. Next week, we're talking about actually enjoying this whole homeschool experience and not just surviving, but thriving. So if you like this podcast episode, review it on iTunes, guys. Those reviews are what help it get seen by other people. If you prefer to read my podcast episodes or want to see any residual links, which I don't think I've mentioned today, but hey, come on over to my blog, homeschoolon.com, where you can find out all sorts of more information about me, read a bazillion blog posts and find me on social media. And otherwise, I hope you have an amazing week, whether you're homeschooling, whether you're unschooling, whether you're on vacation, even if you guys are sick, I hope that you guys have an amazing week as a family and that you as a woman have an amazing, amazing week discovering who you are and investing in yourself and in your kids and in your husband and in all the things that God has for you. And otherwise, you guys, keep calm and homeschool on.